What if there was a different way to enjoy food and engage in life? Beyond the barrage of nutrition hype, the shoulds, and the judgment, beyond the constant striving to be thinner, fitter, someone other than who you really are, what if there was a way to eat that is mindful, non-judgmental, joyful, empowering, a way that leads to feeling better, having more energy, and living your best life? You're listening to VegHead Speaks with me, your host, Robin Wong. Join me as we explore plant-based eating for people who want to eat well and live well. Hi, everyone. Welcome back to VegHead Speaks. This is Robin Wong. And guess what today is? It is World Hypertension Day. Yay! You're like, what the heck? What is that even? Well, uh, it is a day that's basically set aside for awareness, not truly a day of celebration, um, but throughout the world, we want to raise awareness about hypertension uh, because one out of every six people worldwide have high blood pressure. Did you know that? That's about a billion people, according to the numbers that I, I looked up. Um, and that number is actually expected to increase over the next 10 years. So the most, the most shocking thing is, you know, even though that this is a growing problem, an epidemic, so few people know about hypertension and it's become known as the silent killer. And even fewer people really know how to prevent it or to reverse it. And so the good news is there are ways to prevent hypertension. Um, and one of the best approaches is to simply eat less processed food and choose more whole foods. Go figure, right? Uh, especially those that are, you know, because whole foods are typically very low um, in salt as well as sugar and oil. So uh, they're just, there's just more and more information about eating more um, plant foods is, and how beneficial it is, regardless of your ailment, right? So, but let's talk a little bit about World Hypertension Day. You know, what is it? Like I said, it's not a day to celebrate. It's more a, a day to shine a spotlight on this growing problem of hypertension around the world and really to raise awareness about the dangers of high blood pressure. And so there's often different themes, but the general theme is typically to just know your numbers, know your numbers, keep score kind of of your blood pressure numbers and understand and understand what those numbers mean. Okay. So, so often I'll have clients come to me and they'll tell me their blood pressure and they'll ask me, is that good? And this is true, certainly true with blood sugars as well. And it's like, um, and no one's educated them on it, okay? And, or why they should be worried, all right? Um, and so, you know, what is hypertension? And it's, it's basically, that's sort of the medical term for high blood pressure. And, and it's, you know, high blood pressure is considered a major risk factor for any type of cardiovascular disease, any sort of heart-related disease, okay? And so, you know, I, I talk to my clients a lot about it because many of them are on high blood pressure medicines because they have, I work with people with type 2 diabetes, right? And certainly high blood pressure can lead to complications with diabetes, um, including diabetic eye disease and kidney disease. And it contributes, raises their risk, but also can make those things worse. And so, you know, um, 
and we know that you know with diabetes you can eventually you can eventually have high blood pressure along with other heart and circulatory um, problems because diabetes is considered a progressive disease something that i tend to argue about saying that if you just ate differently you know we could change kind of our approach to how we're treating diabetes through food and lifestyle we'd have a better result but anyway um let's talk about blood pressure some more uh so you know really people okay so what is blood pressure actually and you know i had i learned this because i was like huh i know what those numbers i know what they are but what do they actually mean and so when your high your blood pressure is high that it happens when you this force of blood pushing against the walls of your arteries as it flows through them is elevated okay so your you know while your your blood pressure does go you know up and down throughout the day um, when it stays high most of the time it's it could be a sign of a serious medical condition and so it's just a, it's an indicator it's one of those that's why they take your blood pressure when you go to the doctor okay it's just another it's an indicator to say oh something might not be going on well inside and so you know i say know your numbers but you might not know what does that even look like okay so you have a systolic blood pressure and that's the maximum force of blood that builds up against your artery walls when your heart contracts okay when it, it pumps and then your diastolic is the minimum level of blood pressure in the arteries between between those heart contractions and everyone you always hear people say oh don't worry only worry about the top number no you need to worry about both numbers okay or, or not worry but pay attention to them so if your systolic blood pressure is about 140 um, you know, um, and your diastolic pressure is at or above 90, you know, you are classified as having hypertension or high blood pressure. Um, you know, a lot of people will say normal blood pressure for adults is, is defined as systolic as being less than 120 and diastolic pressure of less than 80, okay? Um, you know, and elevated is any anywhere the systolic between one, uh, 120 and 129 with a diastolic of less than 80. So, you know, if it's getting up in that, you start seeing it elevating, you start going, okay, that might be a, a red flag, right? That something's going on, you want to pay attention, okay? So for when I talk to people in my, in my world, because I work with diabetes, you know, sometimes people with type 2 diabetes are told that 130 over 80 or less is sort of you know the, the target range okay for for you if you have diabetes that's certainly something you have to talk to your doctor about okay so one of the biggest challenges with hypertension is that people don't know they have it yeah i mean so often you don't feel it right um and you know, it's, I mean, you can feel when your blood pressure goes low, you get kind of, um, or, you know, it, it comes along with kind of low blood sugars, but often when it's high, they don't feel it. Some people might, they might, but so many people don't, they tell me they don't. And, um, and so when, you know, you need to, you need to have your blood pressure taken regularly, just have it checked, okay, and make sure you're in that healthful range. So if you see the numbers are rising, or you're in that hypertensive range, what are some of the best ways to lower your blood pressure, okay? And, you know, one of the first things your doctor will say is start reducing your sodium, okay? And, um, and that's one of the ways. And 
the good news is if you're interested in eating a, a plant-based diet or you know a plant-forward diet or a plant slant diet, anything that adds more fruits and vegetables into it, um, that's a good step in the right direction because you know when you're adding more beans and lentils and fruits and vegetables, they're naturally low in sodium, okay? And they're low in saturated fats and reducing saturated animal fats and, and oils make your blood less viscous, it's less thick. And so it allows it to kind of flow through your arteries much easier, which in turn makes your heart not have to work as hard to keep everything moving. Okay, so that's, and it also helps eating, you know, foods, um, more, um, less saturated fat foods, uh, animal protein type foods, also helps with your cholesterol levels, which also helps lower your risk of cardiovascular disease, okay? And it also helps you lower your insulin resistance if you have type 2 diabetes. So it's just a win-win, okay? It really is. So, so what foods did you eat, be eating less of? Um, you know, margarine and butter and regular salad dressings, uh, anything bottled or frozen or canned typically from the store typically has, unless you do it yourself, but from the store typically has more sodium in it. Fatty meats, right? Whole milk, um, dairy products, fried foods, uh, salted snacks. That those are the obvious ones. Pickles, right? Uh, something that tastes really salty. That's obvious. Um, you know, canned soups, uh, fast foods, any sort of restaurant food is typically high in sodium. Okay, and high in fat typically. Okay, uh, deli meats. Those are you know um, the uh, you know. Uh, lunch meat, sausage, bacon, ham, you know, high in sodium, okay, and fat. Condiments, soy sauce, that's a, a, the first one that comes to mind, ketchup, uh, you know, those, and like I said, frozen foods. Like I said, the, 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 the salty foods like popcorn and chips and peanuts and pretzels, those things are kind of easy to, to spot. It's more the hidden stuff. That really sneaks up on you, okay? Anything pickled or marinated um, in brine, uh, you know, are typically higher in sodium. So you want to sort of avoid those. And so what else can you do to re reduce your sodium intake? Well, don't use table salt. I mean, so often I see people start automatically salting their food and they haven't even tasted it. So to me, that says, oh, it's a habit. Right, and they probably have used so much salt, and they have to keep salting it more to be able to have it have some flavor for them. Now, granted, there are some medications that really affect your taste, and so salt might be the only way that you can taste it. But if you can taste the salt, then I assure you, you can probably up the herbs and spices and taste those as well. Okay, and so you could actually change the ratio from so much salt to actually having more herbs and, and spices, okay? It's really important to read your nutrition labels and choose foods lower in sodium. So you can find those foods that are marked sodium-free or low sodium or unsalted, and I would lean toward those. And what is, you know, what are you shooting for? Well, you know, the, the recommended um, or the, um, the threshold is 23 milligrams uh, a day or less, okay, or less. And if you have heart issues or hypertension, it's 1,500 milligrams or less. Definitely check out the American um, Heart Association's website and see what their recommendations are for 
sodium as well as saturated fats and fats and oils, okay? Um, because if you're worried about this, because, uh, you know, it, they, they do go hand in hand, hypertension and cardiovascular disease, and we know diabetes is in that mix as well, okay? As far as the salt substitutes, uh, ask your doctor first, okay? Um, you know, there's some salt substitutes that I think mess with certain medications and dialysis and those sort of things. So you certainly want to be um, asked before you use them. And, you know, I don't use salt and I don't use any of the substitutes. I just really use a lot of herbs and seasoning. I use garlic powder instead of garlic salt. I use Mrs. Dash. Uh, it's a sodium-free kind of different herb blends. Uh, I I do use soy sauce, but I just use the low sodium and I kind of water it down and I use less of it. Uh, and so just know that um, there are things you can do and just really reading your labels makes a difference because it's those hidden salts, that the things that are hidden in foods that you don't think about that really add up, okay? So with that said, I wanna sign off and encourage you to know your numbers know your blood pressure, know your blood sugars, know your cholesterol, okay? But that's certainly on today that we're, you know, um, we're talking about hypertension and high, you know, high blood pressure, you know, get your blood pressure taken and understand what the numbers mean and where you want them to be, okay? All right, have a great day. Talk to y'all soon.